0: afternoon. There are a number of times in the gospel accounts that Jesus predicts his own death and one such account is Luke chapter 18 verses 31 to 33. Jesus takes aside the 12 disciples and begins to speak to them and he says this, Jesus took the 12 aside and told them we are going up to Jerusalem." Everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be handed over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, and spit on him. They will flog him and kill him. And on the third day, he will rise again. That's Jesus speaking to the twelve that he had taught that he had poured into, that he had invested in, marking the fact that he was resolutely going on to Jerusalem in order for those things to come to pass. Some 700 years before the birth of Christ, God speaks through a man named Isaiah, who was a prophet to the nation of Israel. And we read this in Isaiah chapter 53, and I'm just going to read verses 4 to 9. Surely he took up our pain, bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed For our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We are like sheep that have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. We have arrived at this very, very good Friday. We've arrived here, and Martin has already articulated the journey through Holy Week, and here we are to consider the sufferings of our Lord, to consider every pain, every anguish, every slap, every hit, every punch, every knock of a nail in flesh. Yet out of that suffering comes great joy. Out of that suffering comes things that we could never pay for, given all the money that ever has been or there ever will be. that suffering has led us, does lead us to great things. Paul writes to the Corinthian church in second Corinthians chapter one verses three to five. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. We're comforted and we're made a comfort to others through Christ's sufferings. Comfort and sufferings. Feels like a real dichotomy. Feels like real polar opposites. But in this very, very good Friday, those things are brought together beautifully in the plan and the destination and the eternity sight of God. Those things marry like a wonderful marriage brought together and out of it springs our comfort. And out of it springs the ability for us to comfort each other. How much of a comfort are you? I, did. I really tried not to look at anybody in particular How much of a comfort are you? How much do you identify so with what we mark out today, the sufferings of Christ, that it wells up in you and that it flows out of you in the form of a comfort? to others really that was what Paul was encouraging the church as he wrote to them was to know that because he suffered once and for all out of each of us flows the comfort that he has given I want to encourage you be a comfort don't just take comfort do take comfort but don't just take comfort Give comfort. Be a comfort. Then in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18, it says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Because of those sufferings, because of every pain, because of every hit, because of every uh, every hammer of every nail, because of the mark of every slash of the whip, because of the depth of every thorn in his forehead, we have been brought to God. We have been brought to him. The curtain torn in two. That place that we could not go on our own. He has brought us there. From enmity with God to friendship. John writes and says what a privilege it is to be called the children of God. Today, on this very, very good Friday, we have been brought to him, to God himself, because he came down and suffered. And then Romans chapter 5, verses 8 to 10. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Because he suffered, because he went all the way to death, even death on a cross. Today we can say we are loved, we are justified, we are saved, we are reconciled, we are bought with a precious, precious price. Because he suffered because he was willing to go, because he resolutely set his face to Jerusalem, knowing all that was in store. He knows the end from the beginning. The hymn writer says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know he holds my future and life is worth the living just because he lives. The destination set Jerusalem, the nails marked out, the crown of thorns ready, and because he suffered. I know, I know, he holds my future, loved, justified, saved, reconciled, brought close to him. Let me encourage you this afternoon that if you don't know that saving, sacrificial love, today is your day. Today is your day to say, Jesus, thank you for what you've done. I'm sorry for what I've done. Will you come and be my Lord and my Savior? Can I encourage you that if you made that decision decades ago, today is your day to say, thank you, Jesus. That every day I know I'm loved, I know I'm justified, I know I'm saved. Make me a comfort to others, make me a message of reconciliation to the world that I find myself in. There is a a hymn by Stuart Townend that includes these verses. Oh, to see the pain written on your face, bearing the awesome weight of sin, every bitter thought, every evil deed crowning your bloodshed brow. Oh, to see my name written in the wounds, for through your suffering. I am free. Death is crushed to death. Life is mine to live. One through your selfless love. You today can choose life because he suffered. Let's pray. Father God, Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he came down. Thank you that he lived among us. Thank you that he set himself resolutely towards Jerusalem. Thank you for your saving grace. Thank you for your blood shed brow. Lord, help us today to know that every step of the way can be a step with you. Help us to walk as you call us to walk. Help us to never forget that once and for all, you died, you suffered, because of that we are free. Thank you, Lord. Amen.